0: Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back to the X-Men Files, this is Brian, and...
1: This is Inessa.
0: And uh, welcome to a (laughs) giggle-free podcasting event. (laughs) Volume levels look uh, look okay. We'll oh, find yeah, we out didn't
1: later. I was going to say we didn't sound check, did we?
0: No, we totally did. I, I wasn't You were talking about I, I don't know what you were yammering on about, but <laughs> we You were you is something about like sitting down or something like that. I mean, like, honestly, the topic wasn't all that interesting. And I was too busy <laughs> checking sound levels. What were you talking about? I
1: was saying that if you have to sit on the floor and it's uncomfortable yeah. for your like back or your hips, if you can just find something to sit on that's like only a couple of inches elevated for your tushy and then you're still sitting like crisscross
0: applesauce (laughs) right so Uh, so, like raise your raise your bum two inches yeah yeah like
1: raise your bum two or three
0: inches (laughs) yeah
1: then like everything gets loads more comfortable i learned that in yoga
0: oh that's cool um i used the term ass cancer on uh on a (laughs) on a a facetime with our kids grandparents yesterday afternoon (laughs) and i regret nothing
1: What in what context?
0: Um, so, as one does when talking to one's son and one's grandchildren. Yes. Uh, my father, I can't remember. It might have been just like apropos or nothing. He said that I'm going to need to get what um, uh, like a colonoscopy. Right. And I said, like, like, hey man, I would have gotten one probably last year, yes. but for you the fact that you do need that, to you know, get one. I, He's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not.
1: No, no, I disputing. know. Yeah. Carry on.
0: <laughs> no one needs to talk me into this. It has literally been on my to-do list, yeah. and um, so I jokingly said something. Oh yeah, like like, hey man, you know, I, I, like, this would have been done last year, yeah. but for the fact that we have a global <laughs> pandemic, so I, I kind of dialed down the immediacy on the colonoscopy. Uh, and I, I, I some I jokingly made some reference to having uh, a camera shoved up my butt, <laughs> as one does. As one does. Mm. Uh, so like, I kept it clean. Yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta put a camera up my bum. And uh, then our daughter, uh, as, as she does from time to time, she's like freaking out, like, oh, my God, that's, a, that, 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 that's a. Uh, I said, look, it, it sounds better than ass cancer. <laughs> you know, having, having a camera up your bum.
1: Definitely. I'll take that over
0: ass cancer. So um, uh, sort of trivialize anyone who's had uh, no, colorectal cancer uh, yes. because it, like, like, people die from that. They do. Yeah, you know, they die from that stuff.
1: They do. But yeah. yes, it's important. Get your colonoscopies.
0: Briefly, um, in Germany, they tend to be like I- incidents of obesity and uh, adult onset diabetes and other, um, uh, other sort of like poor health outcomes, uh, morbidities. Right. Way better in Germany. Yeah. Uh, their dietary and exercise habits tend to be better, and, and relative to the United States, yeah, they tend to be better than the United States. Um, where they, I think, don't have an edge and might even be a little worse. Yeah, uh, the colorectal colorectal cancer. cancer. They do.
1: Yeah, they eat a lot of meat. Lot of
0: cool. lot of meat and starch. Meat and starch. <laughs> and Not good for the. Um, and I, I, I love this because I, when I when I moved there, I dropped like fifteen pounds in about yeah. six months. While eating, a, 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 we've even said this on the podcast before, I ate a pretzel every day, (laughs) drank a fair amount of beer as well, dropped away. So all of the the Atkins like like, oh, I don't understand the Germans, all like the starch. Right. I ate a shit ton of potatoes. You walked a lot, I'm sure. Walked a lot. And also like portions were human sized. Right. Uh, The stuff that I got there tended to be fresher. Yeah. Yeah. And I, also there, there, I, I swear I'm f- about it. I, like, I'm, I'm convinced that this is up.
1: So. Yeah, I'm assuming that there wasn't like all day eating. I feel no. like one of my issues sometimes is just like the, I feel like if the I have three at, meals a States. day, I can yeah. eat pretty much whatever right, I want right. and maintain my weight. But yeah. if I'm like constantly eating, it I feels, had a big lunch there. So. Yeah. Big was, lunch that and that then a, a smaller plus. dinner.
0: Yeah, especially yeah. early on when I was just like, I don't know what kind of dog shit I was getting from the grocery store. Like, <laughs> I was, I was kind of barely getting by. Although actually I ate, I ate out a bunch. Yeah. Right? First, yeah. Like, you know, by myself, yeah. but, but whatever. Like you could go to, uh, um, uh, you, you go to a typical, Kind of German restaurant, or is call them yeah. their restaurants? Um, <laughs> I, I, I was going to sound like gestetter, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know how that translates other than German guest, restaurant,
1: guest house. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you wouldn't pub. really say yeah. that. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, German pub maybe, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, okay. Um, All right, that's not that's not why we're here. It isn't why we're here. We are
1: here to talk about the X Men. Yeah, issue one seventy eight. Maybe I'll just launch right in.
0: Launch, launch away.
1: All right, Uncanny X Men issue 178 is called "Hell Hath No Fury." Dot dot dot, and was published <laughs> in February 1984. The cover shows a tearful Kitty looking on in horror at a frozen Colossus. We open with Kitty reaching out psychically to Professor Xavier for help. If you remember, Colossus was fro like was heated and then frozen brotherhood of evil mutants bad shenanigans all they were trying to do was just go see bad the shenanigans all ballet they wanted to do <laughs> see the ballet i
0: just wanted to
1: see the ballet so now he's frozen he looks awful and kitty doesn't know what to do yep. xavier is at home in his westchester mansion reading a letter about scott and madeline's honeymoon which seems like it <laughs> must be pretty pretty freaky because there was obviously a third party in the room <laughs> taking that postcoital <laughs> photo yeah yeah <laughs> Xavier receives the message that they're being attacked by the bro- Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and tries to hide his concern from Rogue, who until recently was a member of that worthy group. Wolverine and Storm are working out in the danger room and have a brief exchange where Storm's transformation to morally complicated badass is evident. <laughs> Xavier alerts them to the emergency and they take off. Side question: Do you think that it makes Wolverine feel emasculated to be like cradled in <laughs> Storm's <laughs> arms while she flies to uh, no, places? That- I
0: We need to explore yeah. that. <laughs> I just thought of that.
1: That wasn't in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Everyone agrees that they should leave Rogue behind so that she does not have to fight her former teammates. Xavier is hit with a debilitating boat, bolt of psionic force, and Rogue helpfully offers to bring him some aspirin. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kitty randomly remembers an article she read in Scientific American by the Fantastic Four's Reed Richards about a, quote, portable, high-intensity heat source designed to thaw organic matter without causing any harm. How convenient. (laughs) She she calls the Fantastic Four headquarters to no avail and then sets off in their direction by cab, freaking out the cab driver with Mm -hmm. her phasing skills. Meanwhile, Callisto, Mask, and Sunder come upon a young lady dead in an alley. She is obviously homeless, a junkie, and they note that she shouldn't have died like that. Mask starts to transform her in kind of a gross way into Kitty. Mm -hmm. Back at the Lincoln Center... Nightcrawler and Amanda are going for some heavy PDA when they realize (laughs) that Peter and Kitty are very late. Kurt is fine to wait and keep making out, but then there's a dragon made out of fire. Yikes. (laughs) They teleport to the roof, but Avalanche is waiting there. I think his power is that he can move heavy things. Yeah, kind of. Blob shows up in his leotard and captures Nightcrawler and Amanda. Wolverine and Storm show up, with him being bossy and her reminding him that she's still in charge. Destiny is there, and low-key thought Bubble mentions keeping Nightcrawler safe for Mystique. Mm -hmm. While all this is happening, Kitty is breaking into the Fantastic Four headquarters with some funny internal dialogue. Back to the fight, there's more fighting. There's fire, there's water. (laughs) Back to
0: the fight, there's fighting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's fire, there's water. And the people out on the street must be wondering what the fuck is going on. Back to Kitty, who has found the convenient magical object, tries to phase off the roof and appears to fall. And now again back to the fight which ends in surrender for the brotherhood. I did say somewhere that Kitty had really adorable uh, oh funny internal dialogue. There we yes, go. You did. Okay. Yes. And now again da, 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 they seem oddly indifferent to this with the Blob saying, "Eh, you win some, you lose some." <laughs> it starts to dawn on the X-Men that this was maybe just a little too easy, but even so Blob needs to finally tell them that this was just a diversion and Xavier is the real target. Mm. Back at the mansion, Mystique has taken on Rogue's appearance and goes to shoot Xavier. He recognizes her Psylink at the last minute, and instead of killing him, she just wounds him. Given that he's lying there wounded, it seems easy enough to kill him, but maybe her blasty gun needs time to recharge. Rogue shows up, and Mystique tries to free her, insisting that even if she thinks she's there of her own free will, Xavier must be mind-controlling her. Yeah. They have a touching and common parent-child exchange where Mystique realizes that her little girl is growing up and needs to go out into (laughs) the world to fix her own mutant problems that she cannot help her, that Mystique cannot help her with.
0: If you love something, set it free. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mystique holograms to the Lincoln Center and offers not to kill Xavier if the X-Men free her colleagues. Given that she's evil, I'm uncertain why she doesn't just kill him anyway. But I guess honor among thieves and all that. (laughs) Meanwhile, Destiny has a warning about a quote "chronal interface" between Kitty and the Baxter Building. Chronal means of or relating to time. I had to look that up.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, t- 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 while everyone is thinking about what the fuck that means, they hear on the police radio that there is a jumper at the Baxter Building. Young, female, Caucasian, and probably dead. <gasps> yeah. Moving dun, on. To- dun, 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 dun 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 dun. Moving on to the letters. Yes. We get a lesson listen- a lesson about pin feathers. Some concern about the sheer numbers of sewer mutants and the...
0: I mean, I—I I, I call me a hardliner if you like, but <laughs> I think one sewer mutant is too many. Yeah.
1: Right? I mean, one under all of New York, like, I can live with that. I feel like that Fair, would be yeah. like unlikely that that phantom mutant of the would sewer, be at the same place that uh, I was. But, yeah. like, there was that one image with, like, thousands of sewer mutants. That's a lot of sewer That's mutants. That's a lot. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of mutants. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, let's see, and the decodification of Wolverine. Notable note that I did not figure out on my own. I read somewhere that Colleen Doran, who wrote the uh, the pin feather letter, mm-hmm. is also a writer, illustrator, and cartoonist, and illustrated Stan Lee's graphical autobiography.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Also notable here is that Angel does not like Wolverine and does not like what's happening to Storm.
0: Where does he say that?
1: He says that in the last letter.
0: Okay. Got- oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh,
1: like the guy says to bring the old Wolverine back and Angel's like, bah. Ooh,
0: yeah, Angel's says, yeah, I, I I don't like what's happening to Storm. I appreciate what she did, but I wish they'd been some other way. Okay.
1: Oh, wait, I had discussion point. Not really many discussion points.
0: Okay, cool. <clears throat> uh, oh, I, I, I Were you done with the other recap? I, I think that you were done with the recap. You were talking about the letters.
1: I was done with the recap.
0: Okay, great, great. Yeah, letters. Um, I've got a couple of... Uh, Points I don't want to come back to, but let's start with your points. Okay, cool. Well, uh, before we do that, I always like this kind of level setting. uh What did we think?
1: I thought that this one was okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I you know, I didn't dislike it. A lot of sure. stuff happened. Um, I didn't find, I found the art like possibly because we already know that I don't right. like the extended fight scenes so much. I found some of the art in the fight scenes confusing. Okay. Like I had to sort of look at the pictures a couple times and reread the thought. Bubbles hmm. to really All understand right. what was actually physically happening. Okay, um, they seemed a little like busy with smoke and fire and water and people and lines and stuff. <laughs> smoke and
0: fire and water and people. Yeah. Um, I think I know what page you're talking about. Um, yeah, fair. Um, page fifteen, staging on on, on like, and actually, we'll say like page pages fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, fair. I think that's a that's a, yeah, a little a little busy criticism. Um. Yeah.
1: You know, I I, I never like the the sort of a convenient magical object that always feels like couldn't they have come up with <laughs> literally anything else? Peter's still frozen. But Peter's still frozen. Yeah, yeah. Peter's still frozen, and I'm you know I'm concerned yeah. about him. Yeah. But like uh you know I write about this uh, newly invented device that uh, right. you know we could use to thaw him is probably like par for the course in comic books, but you know in a like in a in a par for the course in average comic books
0: sure sure yeah um so absolutely again that is a fair bit of criticism um it it is an even blunter instrument than what you'll get often in movies like superman 3 is the one that springs immediately to to mind but men in black 2 did something similar Mm -hmm. Um, men in black 2 i can't remember much about it other than laura flynn boyle was in it and um that's, that. um, that,
1: that's not the one with... Johnny Knoxville
0: a, might have been on that one as well.
1: That's uh, not the most recent
0: one. Uh, I want to say there's a Men in Black 3, and then there's like a, what, Men in Black like international. outside of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Hemsworth, which I not seen. That's the one seen. that I'm thinking of, the Chris uh, I want to say there's an MIB 3. This is, um, not, I might not have this seen it, but anyway, a, what's the What's is, the well, magical just to, object? Just to, to, to resolve, this is not... Men in Black is not a franchise that I'm invested in. <laughs> It's funny. I saw you know. I saw real quick aside, rather probably, prolonged probably aside not, yeah. prolonged <laughs> side about Men in Black. I saw that when it first came out in like '96 or whenever it came out, and I thought it was, it was all right. This is fun, um, and I remember it being like a big hit. Yeah, uh, it, it it a blockbuster. Uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. Summer summer and, movie. Like, okay, th- th- this is all right. It's 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 no twister. <laughs> Twister, which is but it's good fun. Twister is hands down. We're gonna we're gonna detour the detour. Oh boy! Twister okay. is hands down my favorite mid nineties summer blockbuster. I could watch that movie right now. <laughs> that was a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, I want to say I saw it twice in a theater. Yeah. Even I mean, which was not that rare at that time. Like because I was out of college yeah. and uh, yeah, okay. yeah I had
1: money. For so yeah. So not Black. money
0: for four people to go to the theater. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but even, even back then, like I was, I was cheap. I'd go to the matinee yeah. and. Pricing on matinee. Hey, let's talk about movie pricing.
1: <laughs> movie pricing is fucking outrageous.
0: Also confusing. Like if you go at ten A. M. it's like it's like fourteen dollars. If you go at ten forty five, it's nine thirty eight. All this bullshit. The theater near us they we, had We've yeah.
1: thought a lot about movie pricing because during Brian's uh, yeah. fun employment we used to go see movies on Tuesday. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah. there was the place near us <laughs> that had mornings. had the five
1: dollars. Tea- yeah. No, no, it was all day, it baby. Was, oh, $5 all day on Tuesdays. Okay, okay. So, for, it, like, we could go for fifteen dollars. We could get tickets for the two of us and popcorn.
0: Exactly, fifteen dollars for the deal. two of us to see a movie and eat popcorn. You can't beat that price. No, no trust you cannot beat it <laughs> because it no longer exists. It does uh, Well, I mean, yeah, yeah th- uh, that theater got bought by IMC. and so now they're part of the you know the. The horrifying you know, amc cabal that uses I don't know, data science and bullshit to figure out optimal ticket pricing which just means that it's confusing as fuck for me to figure out yeah. when to go see a movie so now we go less often uh, and probably spend about i mean
1: the, now we go never we haven't been to the well no, no no i mean like yeah. even even
0: pre-pandemic yeah uh we would go less often but it just means that it, it, this is awful. Like I, I get it that we're part of the problem, but like we'll shell out for the Marvel movies to go to uh, the Silver Spot in yep. Chapel Hill, which is a great theater and re- reserved seats. Um, I don't want somebody eating a hamburger next to me, but yeah. whatever. No, um, gross, all right, smelly movie theaters. God damn it. Anyway, so Men in Black, I saw it again uh, a couple of years ago with yeah. our son.
1: It was all right. It was adorable. It's one of those like that the you have to I guess take the effects into consideration for the time like I think that the effects were no but I mean I think the effects were like pretty cool at the time that it first came out and like obviously like the
0: novelty yeah okay less cool
1: now and so it maybe the whole movie doesn't seem as charming now as it did then
0: I just remember it being funnier Mm. and um yeah so I, I remembered it I remembered it being funnier and it was it was less funny uh so Men in Black 2 would have I I it open like it, not a cold open, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like there's an opening scene, an right, opening right. episode, right, right. where there's some ginormous. Speaking of mutant uh, sewer mutants, mm-hmm. there is like some <laughs> gigantic dragon thing or something like that mm-hmm. in the uh, uh, the New York subway system. Uh, they they vanquish that thing, but it becomes relevant later. Right. Okay. Superman three is another one. Superman three, the opening episode is that. Uh, very, very close to Smallville, Kansas, there is uh, a, a chemical plant that has some chemical that will dissolve anything. <laughs> and when it is, to get when, that
1: to deal with the bathroom smell in our sink <laughs> downstairs. Yeah,
0: it, but, but but according to like, this will actually eat away the entire the entire bathroom. Uh, what, do and, they, and, and, what do they keep it in? Well, that's the question, right? So <laughs> at low temperatures... Okay. right? Not low temperature, Like at normal, like room temperature, 70-some mm-hmm. degrees, it is inert. But if you heat it past, like, I don't know, 200 degrees or something like it that... It is th- It is ert. <laughs> it becomes inert. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it becomes ert. Uh So Superman puts out this fire in the beginning of Superman 3 and like, oh, okay, a nice little uh, uh, opening for the film. Uh, but then later... You've seen Superman three, right? no, uh, okay. not Spoilers. that. I remember, yeah. Spoilers. Um, it's no good. Yeah. Second spoiler. <laughs> he uses that chemical at the end of the movie to, uh, to destroy the uh, uh the weird baddie in that in that right. movie.
1: But how does that connect to the object?
0: What I'm saying is, yeah. um, so so like that is the magical object, yeah. right? So that is a more nuanced way to have the magical object. Yeah, fair. Right, and it's like like Wayne's World, uh, where like Wayne at one point says, "Oh, blah blah blah." It, se- was it-, it <laughs> seemed innocuous at the time,
1: <laughs> but this object didn't even seem innocuous exactly. at the time. Exactly. It's like the uh, the stupid
0: thing in Star Wars. Yeah, no, no, like the algebra on this yeah. I- is equivalent, but narratively one is easier, slightly easier to yeah. get away with. I mean, if you're watching Superman three, and by the end of that, you're thinking something other than "My God, I hope they, they paid Richard Pryor in cocaine for this." <laughs> because, like, like that's the only way that this was worth his time.
1: You're doing cocaine right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Sh- 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 <gasps> for for our uh, listeners, you're quoting something. I, I have not taken any. Co- I've never taken any cocaine ever. So I'm anyway. quoting
1: something from a show called Patriot. Which, right, right. Which is really you're not cool. watching. You should be. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah. So, like, if at the end of Superman you three, you're thinking something uh, other than this is yet another instance of Richard Pryor's incredible talents being squandered. Ah, uh, you're thinking, oh, that's fucking convenient. Really, really, the chemical that we were introduced to in the first five minutes. So, you know, algebraically, in terms of the narrative, it works out the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's worse here.
1: Right, it's worse here because it's like yeah. I just read this article about this right. totally random. Why would someone invent this fucking thing?
0: So <laughs> to yeah.
1: restore frozen corn crops, like, and it's portable. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not some gigantic I mean, fucking thing. It's, exactly, yeah. it's portable, exactly. and yeah. you know that's delightful. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go find it.
0: I mean, like maybe, um, it, it, maybe that she could have mentioned it, like in the car when she's when when Colossus is parking the car. Another aside, yeah. I had a note from last week. Like, do, did they park in Alphabet City or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to, and, and and before people, before people with with you know fluency in Manhattan geography, write in. Yes, I know that Alphabet City and Lincoln Center are like quite a ways away from right. each other. But like, where they parked? <laughs> like, ah, oh, we finally found a place to park, and they're like a, uh, oh, what's happening at that tenement with filled with skid row bombs? <laughs> like, where the <laughs> fuck did they park? <laughs>
1: I, yeah, okay. I don't really know where Lincoln Center is, but I think you'd have yeah. to park well, quite a ways like, away. Um,
0: not Dupont Circle, whatever the other Dupont Circle. Dupont Circle is in Washington. Columbus Circle. Um, yes, yes, I think it's 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 like West Side, uh, north of the park. So then they parked in like Hell's Kitchen. That, Conceivably, that's still like forty blocks. No, away. no, I know it's yeah. really far, but far, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: less far than Alphabet City. Right?
0: right. It, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say like like Harlem <laughs> would have been yeah, closer yeah. than Alphabet City, anyway. Uh, which you know, it, and, and before anybody writes in about how gentrification of Harlem uh, in nineteen eighty three or nineteen eighty four, Harlem was like maybe not such, such a hot neighborhood. Um, okay, uh, so could have had the conversation while they're parking the car. Hey, you know, it's just reading blah, blah, Right. Blah. And then, like, the next issue, <laughs> right. we get a call back to that.
1: Right. And, may, you know, yeah, I don't think that that, yeah, that would have been better. Would have been. Yeah. But anyway, so, I mean, that was a little, yeah. whatever, I don't know, forced, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to make a huge uh, fuss about it, despite the yeah. fact that I think I just made a huge fuss about it.
0: Also... I don't want people to get the idea that I think that the gentrification of Harlem is a good thing, <laughs> or that gentrification is associated with it. With, it's with, very, with very crime. complicated. Yes, <laughs> sorry. Just a good all very complicated. but you know, in the early '80s, man, New York, like, 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 crime stats in New, New York, York were, were, were pretty. Yeah. You know, were, yeah. we're pretty grim. Okay. Yeah. So it's so not like, oh, thank heaven we gentrified all the crime. Yeah. Place. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not what I meant right. there. Okay. Um.
1: What else did you have?
0: Uh Paige uh, so, so we've established that like it was, it was sort of like like not not a slam dunk for you, but, yeah. but it was all right. It was okay. all right. Kind of moving the ball forward. Scott and Madeline <laughs> that picture, man. Yeah. I mean <laughs> The
1: other thing that I and I didn't I didn't catch yeah. this myself but then when mm-hmm. i was reading stuff about it later it's like this is also like a picture that he sends to his like basically father <laughs> like father it's not like his yeah. buddy that's like hey yeah greetings from the hottest Wee! place on earth yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was it that pete campbell said when he came back from his the wettest i think it was the wettest place oh, on gross. earth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man i don't <laughs> i don't remember that <laughs>
0: That's probably for. The I think best. he sent a postcard or
1: something. Anyway, it was yeah. one of the early, early episodes. No, yeah, oh, I mean, the...
0: Pete Campbell got a kind of a redemption in in Mad Men. Yeah, but uh, yeah, early. And we're on, talking you... about
1: Mad Men. If you haven't seen that, you should yeah. definitely stop listening to this and go watch it.
0: Yeah, they've seen Mad Men. Yeah, they've, ignore
1: I, ignore the misogyny if you can. I mean, well,
0: you shouldn't because it, it is. I mean, keep it
1: watching is... it despite the misogyny is what I'm saying. Don't or, stop or, watching it because of the misogyny.
0: Yeah. So
1: misogyny is important to this that story
0: so it is instructive as like like d- don't do this shit yeah. I, I think you know the misogyny is not presented as something it's like if, if you're watching early james bond ignore the misogyny right where it was just like done at a time before they identified it right, as right. it was misogyny. just normal, right it wasn't it's even like, misogyny, like it was mad men like a they know yeah you know, exactly they, you know we can't we can't not include this because uh, a large bit of what we're doing is it's, it's kind of a critical re-examination of right, what culture was yeah. like at that time. And, you know, the misogyny there is like, uh, this is pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I only say that because a friend yeah. of mine said that that she couldn't really watch oh, really? it okay. because of the misogyny. And
0: uh, and, and that's fair. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm... We've established, uh, like, I have never been oppressed, <laughs> right? right. Uh, it, it, not not in any societal, uh, systemic way. Right. Uh, uh, there are other niche classes where, we, yeah, like, my life is, is you know, like, uh, has, has been challenging, but not remotely comparable right. to the, uh, you know, structural uh, barriers. That, <laughs> that, that, but, so, like, I get it. If I'm a woman watching this, I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah. I could watch something else. So that's absolutely a fair take. Yeah. Because, uh, well, whatever. Um, Not, well, whatever. What I mean is, if you're someone who understands Mm. and has a lived experience of uh, systemic oppression, I could see why uh, a a show that dramatizes and criticizes that oppression might not be something that you sign on to.
1: Right. But, I mean, if you're just just, uh, sort of a little skeeved out by it, not because uh, it is necessarily parallel with something that you yourself have experienced, but just because it feels kind of grody- uh, you know you should still watch it because it's a good show yes. and it's worth watching
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah. if uh, um, it, it, i don't know say we'll overlook that this is one of these where like you and I agree and we're making a point to people who aren't actually listening. Yep. So we're not making uh, a point or
1: carrying thought. on. So Scott <laughs> yeah. sends this dirty we just got done fucking picture <laughs> so gross. to so basically gross. this man who was like his father figure and also yeah. who took the picture. Yeah, right. There's that.
0: I mean, like I I'm I'm willing to say like they got a camera with a timer. But it's <laughs> like like that's <laughs> even weirder. That's <laughs> like well, Use that for all sorts of things. I mean okay, (laughs) you're taking it even further, but like, okay, you know, we, we want to have a picture of the two of us. And, uh, like, oh, set the timer. Like, ooh, ooh, get into the sheets. You're naked. <laughs> it's just gross. <laughs> and
1: um There were so many other, like, they could have just sent a picture of them, like, standing with a mountain behind them with their arms around each other. <laughs> with their clothes with, like, on. A heart, <laughs> with their clothes
0: on. Yeah. yeah the yeah. heart-shaped bed is yeah. so... <laughs> they're like at the, so the Sybilis. Exactly. Like, <laughs> in a skeevy, like, this, this Niagara Falls thing. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Niagara Falls, Superman 2. Superman and Lois go to Niagara Falls for uh, some, like some super journalistic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, for for each of our listeners, uh, my wife, mother of our children, <laughs> just just did a hand gesture that is a common schoolyard uh, motion to indicate uh, he- want... heteronormative. Coitus.
1: I didn't. uh, I didn't want to swear again. I I suppose it's not
0: necessarily heteronormative. That that actually would apply a lot of of different ways. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of different
1: ways. (laughs) Whatever, whatever you're into. Anyway, some super sex. Don't
0: judge. Yeah. Okay. Super sex. Um, Hang on. Oh crap. My uh, yeah full page. All right. So that that's enough of that. (laughs) The Scott and Madeline like. Because it was two issues ago, where you said like you know to make it clear that they're having a lot of sex and like when I see the picture, I just want to like, Chris, we get it. They, I can't admit
1: that <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, you know, yeah, yeah,
1: they're 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 doing it.
0: All right, the um, page five when with Wolverine being being carried. Yeah, I I never noticed like the folded arms. There he <laughs> just looks like so kind of taciturn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a weird stoicism about it. So you think, like, like does he does he yeah. find that masculine? Yeah, like,
1: because he is he likes in secret. Is he like trying to figure out ways to learn how to fly himself? Yeah, so that he doesn't have to be. You know, carried by storm or somebody else.
0: So I say no. Hmm. Uh, so my subconscious has been working on this while we were talking about <laughs> other things, and I feel like I've got an answer now. Okay. I think that Wolverine is uh, kind of pragmatic enough. He's he, he says uh, just cut the bullshit and and get down to brass hacks enough to realize like like hey, I don't fly. This person lets me fly. This works, right? I, I think that. I think. Or, or, and also. He's secure enough in his his identity, male or otherwise. I mean male, but but um, <laughs> so I, that came out wrong. He's secure enough in his identity, which is which is sort of, sort of like classically classically masculine. Right. But but secure enough in his, in his identity that I don't think that he worries about that. Mm. Um, there's probably loads more to say or think about in terms of Wolverine and shame. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, no, I. Yeah. I I don't know why that prompted a giggle.
1: I'm in a giggly mood now.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let's let, then, then cool. Let's talk about more giggly shit.
1: <laughs> mm. I'm pulling it together.
0: No, 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 don't. It wasn't all that. It wasn't all that interesting. We'll put a pin on that. We'll, we'll bring it back later. Hey, did, how, I, I thought that I was going to talk a lot more about Lincoln Center last week. Huh?
1: <laughs> that was but, me saying, huh? Right yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's uh, yeah,
0: 29 minutes into uh, <laughs> into the recording. Um, I know that I said that I love it. Let me just say this again. I don't know if I said it last week. so just to be on the record because, I mean, people have Because there asked, is a
1: record, yeah. I don't <laughs> want
0: there to be any sense that I'm ducking this question, that I'm avoiding it, or that I'm giving an answer that is not clear enough or specific enough about Lincoln Center and what I think of it, okay?
1: I'm waiting. Well, no, but well, I'm just saying, so, like... Yeah.
0: This is what I'm here for. I'm yep. here to set the record straight. We're, okay? we're keeping a record. There's been there's been way too much uh, ink spilled there's been about no whether or not I am going to answer this question. No ink okay. whatsoever. And I think...
1: <laughs> just right. whatever the negative so, of ink is. I'm
0: going to say this clearly. I'm just going to say this one time. I love Lincoln Center.
1: <laughs> you did say that last time. I
0: week. think it's an awesome building. Yeah. I love the architecture. It is very much of its time. I mean, it, I mean, I can't remember when it was built in the 60s, maybe. Mm, yeah. But, you know, very much uh, of its time. I think it looks awesome.
1: Yeah. It's a very cool building. Love
0: being there. Love being inside of it.
1: Never been inside of it.
0: I have been inside of it a few times. Mm,
1: mm. That's where, I,
0: yes, I know. Cause mm. I'm, yeah, you married a classy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> class motherfucker, who, who was taught how to curse by Richard Pryor and, and that's why he's one of my heroes. Uh, God rest his soul. I uh, love Lincoln Center uh, and I want, like, I could structure a whole trip to New York around around yeah. you know, going there to see the opera or some shit. Um, love it. Period. Period. Okay. You've done good New York. Yep. You know, New York is a little, you know, Little overhyped. I think they're, you know, they you know, New Yorkers tend to disappear up their own assholes. But uh, you know, like Lincoln York, yeah. Center, like I get it. You've got a lot to be proud of. There. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've enjoyed my time in New York.
0: We got married there.
1: We did get married there. We
0: got married in City Hall. We um did. Yeah, to say that like New York is overhyped is not so that I don't like it. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, it's, a, it's a it's a cool city.
1: We did. I we did. got married in New York. I definitely had not forgotten that.
0: <laughs> you had not forgotten that. <laughs>
1: I mean, I had forgotten, not forgotten it to the point yeah. that if someone had said, where did you get married? I wouldn't yeah. have been like, hold on, let me go look through my yeah. pictures and
0: see if well, I can it, remember. But like
1: <laughs> in the conversation about Lincoln Center.
0: Yeah, the, well, all the pictures. I wasn't just chomping at the, the bit to say that we had gotten us, married. Certainly day. after getting married are the two of us lying in bed. <laughs> 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 because we totally took pictures of Poor that. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> what we do.
1: <laughs> Poor Jay and Daniel were like, uh you want us to come to your room, <laughs> take a picture of
0: you? Okay, you made it gross. Yeah. <laughs> you, In bed. You, you introduced actual people. A uh, uh, couple of guys who took loads of pictures of us None outside. of them. Yes,
1: all of them outdoors.
0: <laughs> Fully clothed. Yes. You had this uh, gorgeous dress on. You look beautiful. And the pictures of you are just uh, so amazing. Uh it was a good day. It, it was, was a good day. day. It was a good day. day. We, we were really married. tired
1: afterwards. We had jet the, lag.
0: Yeah. 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 We 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 got there a few days before, but um two days before. We
1: were jet yeah. lagged and confused.
0: That's the only time that I've ever walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. All right. So it
1: was a good
0: day. That was it was loads of fun and we ate pizza for lunch because that's that's pretty pretty on braid I had a suit on. Hey man, you can take me to Lincoln Center. <laughs> You can take me to eat pizza.
1: Your, yeah, your 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 J date profile just uh, yeah. writes itself.
0: <laughs> do they do they let non Jews on J date?
1: Uh, good question. Probably not. But I don't know how they.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 also on record as being a pro Semite. I don't know <laughs> how <laughs> they can control it. This is how I should have tried to date way back when <laughs> when I was like like I had because. What's the name of, of match.com. match.com? I was on Match.com yeah. in Chicago. Had a few dates from that. It was, you know, it's not a bad thing. I should have signed up for J date. Man, I could have been dating all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of Jewish people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I married one. Yeah, so I know, but I mean, it's
1: not, you didn't marry right it. I was going to say you didn't marry one because you had a fetish. Well, I don't have
0: a fetish, but I mean, like, like <laughs> knowing knowing what I know now, yeah, I'll, 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 you know, I'll, I will I will choose the chosen next time. <laughs> you didn't hear me say next time. Being... <laughs> There's going to be no next time, by the way. <laughs> I mean, look,
1: if I get hit by a bus. I'll All go right. I'll, I'll go
0: find a nice Jewish girl to marry. Nice Jewish girl to marry. Okay. Um, right. do I already you wanna, found one, but anyway.
1: Do you want to talk about the sort of the exchange w- between Wolverine and Storm in the danger room about like, uh, you know, it's um, the, you know it's can, the very but, sort of uh, un-Storm-like yeah. thing about it's like the, it's the danger that, uh that makes it fun.
0: Well, you, you kick us off.
1: So when they're in the danger room, yeah. they're talking something about the claws. I can't remember. He takes he like <laughs> yeah. rips off her, uh, you know. She flies past him, and he claws her cape off without actually hurting her. And I can't remember the exact setup. You're looking it up, but, uh, no, but this thing. He says something theater, about right. danger, and she says it's the danger that makes it fun, which is a very unstorm, you know, original storm, or original to when I started reading the storm type thing to say. And then he says something about you know you sound like so the risk is
0: what makes it Yuki,
1: fun. yeah, Yukio, uh, <laughs> the Vantasner danger gradient. <laughs> What's what the first The Vantasner. All right. <laughs> also from Patriot, which you should definitely be watching.
0: Shows loads better than I remembered yeah, it. That's funny. Um, by looking at our viewing history to to um, continue to document what movies we we watch for a family movie yeah. night, um, I watched season one like two years ago. Oh wow, that was a long time. A long ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway,
1: so he says something about like, "Oh, you sound like uh, like Yukio," and yeah. she says they're worse. Uh, all right, yeah. worse, worse role models to have, and in all the stuff that I read about this this issue, they talked about sort of a, it kind of uh, cementing their relationship as kind of the elder um, elder pair of of yes. the X Men, and, and sort of uh, you know trying to keep everybody safe and teach them shit and. I guess they don't spend that much time arguing anymore about whether they should or shouldn't kill people.
0: Uh, because I think they should. They, yeah, I think everyone yeah.
1: now agrees that they should kill them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so th- this this is, um, and I'm, I don't want to give anything away, but um, I have some dramatic irony foreknowledge for not even foreshadowing. Four. Dramatic irony is when I know something that you don't. Yes. Okay. Well, that's actually not dramatic irony, because we're not in the play. But... Um, you have some... I 100% forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't have anything profound to say about that. You have
1: some foreknowledge of something that happens the I was looking up the Van
0: Danger Meridian.
1: <laughs> the Meridian, I... that's right, not the Gradient. Because yeah, I yeah. couldn't
0: remember what it was. And I... <laughs> Because we're giggly, I'd rather talk about the Vantasner Danger Meridian. <laughs> I think there's a t-shirt that has it on it, and I want to get that yeah, for you. Yeah. I, want to, I want to buy you a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> you should buy me a t-shirt.
0: I should, yeah, yeah. But just make sure it's like a I ladies' cut. You, I want to buy you... Pre- yes, yes. I know a ladies' cut. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't
1: get like a just a regular t-shirt, because I've got enough of that shit in my life.
0: You, you act as though this is the first time that I've heard you gripe <laughs> about the cut of t-shirts. <laughs> Probably before we even started dating, you informed me... Really? that well and and you you didn't necessarily need to because um i mean not that it would have been like you know the forefront of my mind but i knew that there were like different cuts and like i know that uh you know, like i know that women's bodies look different <laughs> uh and, and that that speaks to you know, how the t-shirt ought to head. be cut um also like i certainly after we started dating uh i, I when you you had t-shirts that you yourself had cut to, to make them kind of kind of more more comfortable or whatever. Uh, and you, you explained why. Yeah, but that's <laughs> right. different
1: from like the cut also, around the, stretching the, the and bust. I get it. Yeah. I, get it yeah. I get
0: it. But like you, you, you like like drawing your knees up to your chin, like sitting down, like like putting the T-shirt, wrapping it around your knees to extend it. <laughs> I remember it. that. You, uh, either you have done it or like certainly <laughs> girls that I've either dated or been married I to.
1: I don't remember that. That's
0: funny. I mean, yeah, so I mean, you know how I'm sitting, like like simply yeah. like this, and just like pull the shirt over your knees to like stretch out. Oh,
1: I don't think I would have yeah. done that because I'm I also get really excitable about stretching out clothing.
0: Huh? Okay. Anyway, so probably you, not you. Clearly you should definitely my get me a t-
1: yeah, probably your ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely get me a T-shirt that talks about the Van <laughs> Danger Meridian. I will wear it, and
0: well, yeah, I that will
1: make me cool. I will go to all the cool coffee shops with all the cool kids and see if <laughs> anyone goes. Like, hey, nice shirt.
0: What? I, oh, so. The coolest shirt that I have is, and I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, my hot salad t-shirt, <laughs> which I can't put on without giggling. I fucking love that the kids shirt. kids love it, too. <laughs> it's a great shirt, man. Uh, I don't have any
1: funny t-shirts right now, I don't think. That's the, the only the, one that I've got. I have got. The, the world's okayest mom. That's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're kind of jaded. <laughs> You've had it for years. So I don't have any. other um, kind of I need another. I would. I, w- I would actually love to have another like hot salad type type t-shirt. Mm. Uh, Shrub home video. Rob Shrub. The uh, the fabulous yeah. Rob Shrub <laughs> has some t-shirts. Um, right. say something because I got to look up. He's got these like like odd movie titles and um. All right. So, <laughs> you all right, so the talk. other
1: thing. The, talk. Okay. So the other thing that I had written down. One of the things I read was that, so when the, when, when Callisto and, and Sunder and whatever the other one is, were yeah. talking about the uh, the young lady that was dead, and they said, you yeah. know, in a perfect world, um, that, you know, people wouldn't have to live like this, and, and uh, there'd be no mutants or some, you know, everybody would be accepted and loved for who they are or whatever. And... Sunder or mask. One of them says like, "Oh no, no, we'd still be mutants because we like this lifestyle or whatever." One of the things I read as I was reading, I think on that Gentleman of Leisure website that I always check for plagiarized thoughts about these things, mm-hmm. uh, was that 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 had kind of felt like a, a, I guess that the mutants hadn't been treated well or sort of hadn't been presented well in one of the earlier issues with mutants. And so that that was kind of felt like maybe Chris Claremont kind of a kind of like a, we're here by choice, man. <laughs> there, there,
0: there is, um, there is a kind of attention in that, mm-hmm. uh, mutants as outsiders, either, uh, I'm just repeating what you just said. Um, they're outsiders either by choice or, or by, um, uh, Means beyond their control, Society ostracized, right? Right. Ostracizes right, them. right.
1: So that those those mutants were there by choice, allegedly. Yeah. Um. And the other thing that I had written down was just to talk about like the Mystique and Rogue relationship, the sort of yeah. maternal relationship. You know, why she left and and what that was all about, and kind of how that feels parallel to parenting in a lot of. I mean, without yeah. the evil, but you know, right? That, it that, it, it that departs
0: from parenting in, in a few ways. Yeah, but it does yeah, feel yeah.
1: like you know you do. There is a tendency to feel like you know what's best for your for your. Chilled, Like, I, I get that very sort of motherly thing of, like, well, if you think you're laughing now, so I know you're not really listening to me, and you're looking at some stupid teacher. You keep t-shirt. switching
0: to serious stuff. Like, like <laughs> we're not on the same wavelength. Like, I, 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 I'm giggly. Um, well,
1: because I was just trying to fill the time of you looking up. Okay. I know, and I found it so, like, so... <laughs> No, and I found it, so <laughs> shut up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, 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 so no more no more serious thoughts. Okay, whatever. You.
1: We'll talk about motherhood later.
0: Okay. Tomorrow, um, next I'm week. Sorry. I'm sorry, no, I'm, I'm, be, I'm, I'm being a dick. Next week. I'm being a dick. No,
1: you're fine. Next um, week.
0: Why? Well, I, I am being a dick. I mean, I, I thank you for forgiving my dickish <laughs> behavior. But um, that was dickish of me. Next week, yes. Next week. Next week. Childhood friend, Mike. We'll be on the podcast to talk about One Division. One Division. So if you, if you
1: haven't seen One Division, go watch it so that you can listen to us talk about it.
0: So I'm just going to run right out and do that. Now. <laughs> I, I, I want to get caught up so that I can <laughs> follow the conversation. Uh, spoilers um, Mike is a big fan. Yeah. Mike uh, uh, was blown away by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I... I thought it was more of a mixed bag. I, I, it was about a B minus for me, mm. B minus maybe C plus. I'm not going to say
1: what I thought until next week because now, now um, no one's going to listen because they already know what you thought.
0: Well, they don't know. Um, oh, they don't.
1: <laughs> Saying, I, I wait a way to blow your wad. <laughs> clean it up,
0: would you? <laughs> it's a man with you. That
1: sounds like a regular expression.
0: Blow your wad. <laughs> what do you think that refers to? <laughs> I know what it was. To to, to reach the apex of an experience too soon.
1: So it had to do with money, like you have Blow a lot of cash and you spend it all.
0: Uh, maybe it does have to do with that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm the maybe one. Maybe you're the one. I'm the one who's got the problem. <laughs> okay, so Schrab Home Video. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with this. Oh goddamn! So Rob Schrab, who is is a writer, he, he wrote a comic called uh, Scud, the Disposable Assassin, that, that I delivered uh, yeah, there's a uh, robot bastard, but they get funnier than that um these are t-shirts yeah, these are t-shirts um my favorite one God where is it Fuck my book. assault with a mummified weapon <laughs> <laughs> so they're all there's,
1: there was definitely just like at least two seconds of dead air while you were scrolling something <laughs> and I was actually researching something else
0: yeah okay i i, I know you you're doing a good job i'm i'm <laughs> I'm I'm the bad person So weird So So right He makes it look like these um, 80s era Video cassette covers You go to the You find in the video store That like you've never Fucking heard of Like assault With a mummified weapon With this dude Who looks sort of like Lee Majors (laughs) uh, Shark Hotel Uh, I can't I can't There's like a catchphrase there Uh, Halloween 3 part (laughs) 2 one uh and and the one that i that i want to get on a mug is um actually there's there's two that i love um what kiss me i'm monday <laughs> and how's your free coffee mug ass dick <laughs> <laughs> I, could just, I could just look at that all day long man this is all that's, right. a, that's all that I really need. Uh, is that, Yeah, Shark Hotel, blah, blah, blah. Mm. All right, I think we should let these people go
1: <laughs> on with <No>. their day. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they've probably had enough. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Last one. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to so, read that out loud.
0: <laughs> uh, I will do that for you. No. Um, it's a shirt with a, sort of a cartoon-looking cat arms outstretched and uh, a very very sort of gleeful expression and just uh, around the cat, three different places th- the words eat my ass in bubble letters <laughs> which no I would never wear that shirt but it's goddamn hilarious okay and with that and with that <laughs> thanks um, for listening closing yeah thank you for listening next week we're going to talk about WandaVision and we will stop giggling and then two weeks from today we're going to return to your thoughts about parenthood uh, which is something that most of the time we take seriously yep Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.